You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome back, folks, here on Big Blue Views Audio Lineup. I'm Joe DeLeon, joined by Chris Fum, and we are here to recap day two of the 2022 NFL Combine. That being the performances of the running backs and the offensive linemen. A lot of freakish athletes this year, Chris. A lot of guys that are just big and lean and explosive, which is so crazy to see. And then also some very, very fast running backs that we are going to be discussing uh, from day two. Be sure, folks, that you're subscribed so you don't miss out on any of this coverage. So, Chris, tackles first. We have uh, a very, very fun class and a group of guys that are, are very athletic and are going to be good tackles at the next level. You've indicated here that, you know, Charles Cross, Ika Mekwanu, Abraham Lucas, Tyler Smith, those guys had very, very nice athletic performances, but the one that that I'm banging the table for as as my top performer was Trevor Penning from Northern Iowa, the FCS product. I've got a lot, a couple FCS guys that we're going to be talking about today. Um, but Penning for me, Chris, man, I watched him move. Looks very fluid. Looks like a basketball player at 6'7", 325, and was in the agility stuff, like one of the best performers in the agility, as well as a top 440 time. So really good athletes. And I think Trevor Penning might have solidified himself as a, as a first round guy. Yeah. It wasn't that long ago. Penning was kind of like that, that potential second or th- maybe even third round, but probably second round steal that nobody was talking about. But then he showed up at the senior bowl. Uh, people started looking at his tape and now he put on a great performance at the combine. He was right there with cross and Iquanu, and he looked like he belonged. He moved really well. He had a fantastic workout. Just, basically prototypical numbers, height, weight, speed, arm length, all of that, just across the board, quick, explosive, everything you want out of a, out of an offensive tackle. And you know, you're right. He moves like a basketball player, but maybe a basketball player who got kicked off the team for playing a little too rough or a lot too rough. Yeah. And just from the giants perspective, I'm sure we would have loved it if he could have been there at, you know, the top of the second round, I believe it's 36, but he might be in play for seven now. Yeah, that's how much he might have helped himself over the last couple of months. And it is notable that he was Northern Iowa's right tackle. So that is just mm. his natural position. He could slot right in across from Andrew Thomas. Yeah, and I, I think that we need to pay close attention to the other tackles in this class for that seven spot. And the two being one, Charles Cross, who's definitely going to be playing tackle. Fluid mover, four nine five in the forty, and then Ika Mekwanu, who there's that you know possibility that maybe he's a guard, maybe he's a tackle. Uh, he looked really really nice at running that four nine three, and he's a smooth mover, 
stay had really good leverage throughout these drills. Those guys were really important to pay attention to for the offensive linemen, and I thought that they looked really good and solidified that they're going to be uh, pretty early first rounders. Yeah, yeah, there's some question as to how well Charles Cross is going to translate to the NFL, just because of how different that. Mississippi State offense is from what he will be asked to do in the NFL. He's a redshirt sophomore. He only has 20 starts under his belt, and he was rarely asked to pass uh, to run block. And his pass sets, they're they were just different from what an NFL offensive lineman is going to have to do. There, there was I don't think any play under center for him. You know, there's not going to be any five-step drops, seven-step drops, things like that uh, in his repertoire. And for the Giants, they would have to teach him how to play right tackle because, to my knowledge, he hasn't done that before. So there is a lot of projection with him, but the tools are just plain to see. He has everything an offensive line coach is going to want to work with, except maybe something like uh, Iquanu or Trevor Penning's nasty streak. Yeah. yeah and the, oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go no, ahead. no, no, no. I was going to transition us. I didn't know you were going to keep going. Go, go oh, ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> just speaking of Iquanu, he has an interesting body type. He looks like a guard, but I think he can play tackle. He was probably the smoothest lineman out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything except for the mirror drill. He did really, really well. The mirror drill, he might have been feeling a little bit tired and gamed the drill a little bit because he moved his feet a lot, but moved his body very, very little. He just kind of. Shuffled back and forth about six inches, and that was about it. But everything else, really smooth, really natural mover. And I, he's got 34-inch arms, so I think he's got the length to play tackle at the NFL level. But you know, if you draft him and he winds up having to move inside a guard, yeah, I don't think that's an, a net loss. Although if you're drafting a guy in the top five, you really hope he can play offensive tackle at the NFL level. Yeah, that's that's the tricky part, and it, it's kind of figuring out where he is and making that decision. But I do agree that the way that he moved, you do have a sense that he can at least try him at tackle, and then maybe that doesn't work. You plug plug him inside. That versatility, I think, does help him out in his in his draft stock. But the uh, the Giants could very well be in the market for a center, and the center class is a little thin. But there are some fun names to to consider, and the two guys for me. And I know you wrote down four here, Chris. The two guys for me that I, I love the most were Boston College's Alex Lidstrom and then Chattanooga's Cole Strange. Lidstrom, uh, you know, very natural center, and his brother is an interior lineman for the uh, for the Atlanta Falcons. So he's got that lineage there. Strong athlete. Cole Strange, though, man, talk about a guy that's building himself up throughout this process. Good 40 time for him. His athletic testing was good, but like I, I just saw a guy that that fluid mover can transition really well in, in those drills. That's really nice to see for for a, a a center knowing that he can get to the next level. That if you wanted him to pull, he's got that movement capability. I'm on the Cole Strange hype uh, hype train, and I keep keep hyping him up. And I thought that he he looked fantastic. Yeah, and also uh, 31 reps at 225, so he's got the upper body strength where as long as he keeps his hips and pads down, which he's 6'5", so that's a little bit tall for a center, but as long as he's got <clears throat> sorry, as long as long he's got the, the lower body flexibility to keep his hips and pads down, he's got plenty of strength to deal with nose tackles. And that was one of the things that kind of stood out to me from his senior bowl workouts is the just the raw 
play strength that that dude has. Like once he gets his hands on you, that's kind of it for your rep. Yeah. Granted nose tackles at the NFL are bigger and stronger than anything he saw at Chattanooga, but you know, kind of like cross the raw tools are there and you can, I think translate him inside to center really, really well. Yeah. I'm on that hype train with you. And I, I like the depth of the center class, you know, Luke Fortner, you know, he, he stood out to me. He looked really good. I think he's probably going to be a day two pick that nobody's really talking about. And also Zach Tom from Wake Forest. He had a really, really good workout as well. He, he didn't dominate any one drill, but he showed up in all of them. He made just about everything look easy and also reportedly a really, really smart guy. <laughs> and, and speaking of a smart guy, Chris, so I've got a I've got an inside uh, source at Boston College who who has works with the football team in their media department. I was texting him about Zion Johnson, and Zion Johnson, who we'll go through the numbers in a second. Uh, he was telling me that he's basically a genius. So that adds to the the hype behind Zion Johnson, who has to be one of the biggest risers throughout the entire class. I think has pushed himself into the first round conversation, especially with his combine performance runs of a, a five one eight, which is kind of slow, but his agility drills was tops, and then his was top for for the, each category in the top five. But the thirty two reps on the bench, man, that just shows how powerful this dude is. He's definitely a guard. I think that he's going to be a really really good guard. And if you're the Giants, maybe you consider trading back in somehow to go and get him if he's if he's there around like twenty five. Because that is somebody who I, I would be disappointed if they missed out on getting. Because right now, this, he, I think he's locked in to be, be a late first-round pick based on what we saw from him. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels. But now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Yeah, I- I think you could even, it, depending on how the first four picks shake out, the Giants could nego- maybe work out a trade down and target Zion Johnson that way. Yeah, that would bring their total, the total amount of money they have to spend on their rookie class down, which yeah is a consideration for them at this point. Yeah, their rookie pool is somewhere around $12, $12.5 million, which is a lot. I think it's the second most of any team, and the Giants still have to do a lot of work to get their salary cap under control. But yeah, like you said, Zion Johnson, he has been super impressive. Yeah. I loved watching his tape just 
from this year at Boston College. He stuck out to me as a guy who just does his job. You can ask him to do anything that you could conceivably ask an interior offensive lineman to do, and he just does it. And that is really, really valuable where you don't have to worry if he's going to be able to stay ahead of the play as as a puller or work up to the second level or if he's going to miss a block or miss passing off a stunt or a twist or screw up a down block or anything like that. He just does his job. And the fact that he is, as you say, basically a genius and he's got that versatility. He can give you depth at offensive tackle. He could give you depth at center. Given his workout, he could probably play center at the NFL level. And, you know, you say he had a, a slow 5.18. I would say that that's slow for this class, but that's still booking. Very, yeah, very good number. Tw- uh, 6'3", 312. And he carries that weight really, really well. Yeah, he didn't have a whole lot of sloppy weight on him. Yeah, he is a stout dude. So you also wanted to, to mention Jatari Carter and William Dunkel. So what did you what did you get from, from those guys? I, I got to say, Carter was probably the offensive lineman that I'm going to have to see if I can't track down some tape. There isn't a whole lot of Southern tape out there, but I'm going to see if I can't track it down and give him a watch, give him a watch. Cause he was the guy who just stood out to me as like small school player, but he looked like he belonged on the same field as even the top tackles in this class. You know, talk about moving smooth, moving well. He did that. And he, he didn't perform really any worse than guys like Iquanu or Penning. Yeah, maybe some of his numbers weren't quite there with them, but on the field drills, yeah, the mirror drill, the wave drill, it, he did those as well as anybody out there. So I think he sent a lot of scouts back to the tape, and he could be a, maybe you look at him as a developmental player, but a day three potential steal. So hitting on these running backs, and we had some fantastic athletes with this running back group, Chris. And, and the three that that I was the most drawn to based on their performances was first and foremost, Pierre Strong Jr. from South Dakota State. Somebody who I, I've banged the table for throughout the process. I've been saying that this kid is a steal. This this guy is is going to be the next Elijah Mitchell or James Robinson type of impact player. And I knew that he was a good athlete, but I didn't know that he had that four three seven speed in him, which made me super excited to see. We don't have any agility numbers for these running backs, so that kind of uh, kills a tiny bit of the, the hype for some of these testing days. But really loved how he performed in those running back drills and then catching the football was was really exciting because that's, I think, a really underrated part of his, his game that he didn't do a, a ton while he was at South Dakota State. Kenneth Walker... Four three eight, another guy who ran way faster than I was expecting. Um, uh, you know, fantastic, great, great athlete, and I think that he's somebody who can step in and, and take on some carries and be a high impact rookie. But man, the last guy that we have to mention, Brees Hall, who I kind of thought was going to come in at two twenty, weighs in at two seventeen, bit similar build and numbers to Jonathan Taylor, a little bit lighter than Jonathan Taylor. Runs a 4.39 at that size at 217, 40-inch vertical, and then 126-inch broad jump. Not only is this guy fast and big, but he's explosive and he is powerful. And I, I think it's a pretty easy lock to say that Brees Hall from Iowa State 
is likely going to be the first running back off the board with that performance that he had. Now, if the Giants were able to move Saquon Barkley, which kind of sounds a tiny bit unlikely at this point, um, I would be excited if they drafted Brees Hall somewhere on day two. Yeah, somebody's going to get a really good running back in Brees Hall. He does so many things well. He's got great vision, great contact balance, just a great feel for running the football. Uh, you, you don't get 50 touchdowns and average well over 1,000 yards per season with 20 touchdowns in, in each of the last two seasons without being a really good running back. And yeah, I'd like to see Hall pass protect a little bit better, but you can say that about a lot of running backs coming out <laughs> of college. And just given everything else he does well, yeah, I'm willing to just let him be a let him be a check down option. Do do scat protection because he catches the ball really well. Nice hands, frames the frames the ball well, gives a good target to his quarterback, and that what he can do after the catch. And I'm with you. I, that four three nine was a surprise, actually. And also with you, the four three eight from Walker. I was expecting a four four five, maybe a four yeah. five out of him. I right. thought that a four four five would have been a fantastic time. Breaking four four, amazing. And also, you know, get a little shout out to James Cook. Yeah, he's I don't think he's gonna be a bell cow back at the NFL level, but if you get him in a situation where you could get him in space, get him the ball out of the backfield, a wheel route, angle route, anything like that, motion him to the slot out wide. Yeah, he is going to be a dangerous player for the right offense. But Brees Hall, yeah, I'm with you and Charles Davis and Daniel Jeremiah. He's probably RB1 now, and as much as anybody has really separated themselves in this running back class, uh, Brees Hall has done that. Yeah, definitely Brees Hall looked really good. And and again, another day of some fantastic athletes. We're going to be coming at you next with day three, which is linebackers and defensive linemen. So folks, make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss out on any analysis on that group. Talk to you later, folks. Enjoy the rest of your day. The Current Podcast is back with an exciting new season featuring marketing executives from the world's most influential brands. Tune in to hear what's driving conversation in the fast-moving world of digital advertising with unique insights from brands as diverse as Hilton, Instacart, Moderna, Major League Soccer, and more. And in this presidential election season, The Current explores what a national political advertiser like the National Republican Senatorial Committee and a major CPG brand like Hershey can learn from each other. Listen in and subscribe to The Current at thecurrent.com or wherever you get your podcasts. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.